Just by way of chairman's remarks, I'd like to direct you for a few minutes to Ezekiel chapter 38 and the verse 2. Let me just read that verse to you. Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him. You will know that Russia is much in the news in these days in which we live. That has been the case now for uh, a few weeks. Even as we meet to do this part of the recording, the news has broken this morning of Russia uh, starting their invasion of uh, the Ukraine. The question that arises as a result of that prominence to Russia uh, on the world scene and the prominence to Russia in the news in these days, the question is, is Russia in the prophetic scriptures? At the very outset, we want to answer that question by saying no, uh, very, very clearly uh, to you today. The idea that Russia is found in the prophetic scriptures is based on a misinterpretation of this verse of scripture uh, that is before us. The word chief in the verse, when it talks about the chief prince of Meshach, the Hebrew word there for chief is the word rosh. So what those who are proponents of that idea, what they will say is rosh sounds like Russia. So this must be a reference to Russia in the Word of God, a reference to Russia in the prophetic scriptures. Let me emphasize to you, men and women, that's a very dangerous way to interpret the Bible. If you're just going to use a word that sounds like a word in the scriptures, then you can make the Bible teach anything. You can really make it teach just whatever you want. And then those who support and teach the idea that this verse is a reference to Russia, they take another leap. And because they say that Rosh sounds like Russia, they also then add to that that Meshach and Tubal, that sounds like Moscow and Tbilisk, two of the main cities, the capital city of Russia, and another one of its very prominent cities. Meshach really doesn't sound anything like Moscow, no matter how hard they try to convince you uh, of that. Just to highlight that the word Rosh means chief or head. It's used in that way over 500 times in the Scriptures. The first usage of the word in the Bible is in connection with the river that went out of Eden. The Bible says that it parted into four heads. The word there again is Rosh. The first usage of this word in the book of Ezekiel, and that's especially relevant when you think of uh, Ezekiel chapter 38. So the first usage of the word in the book of Ezekiel is in chapter 1 in, with regard to the, the living creatures. Verse 22 of that chapter says, it, it speaks about the heads of the living creatures. So the word heads there again is rush. Now if it means Russia, in order to be consistent in your interpretation of the scripture, the idea that the Bible would be setting forth there is that the river that went out of Egypt parted into four Russians, and the living creatures in Ezekiel chapter 1, that they had four Russians instead of four heads. So really, you don't need me to tell you that that's just 
nonsense. That's the setting forth of nonsense. It's not uh, teaching uh, Bible truth in any shape uh, or fashion. That is not, men and women, an established principle of Bible interpretation. So be in no doubt about it. This passage does not speak about uh, Russia. Remember that the nations that the Bible speaks of as being involved in events at the time of the end, those nations were all part of the four kingdoms spoken of in Daniel chapter 2. And Russia is not included in, in those four kingdoms or the parts of the world that were included in those four kingdoms. It is true to say that Russia may influence the ten kingdoms of the Roman earth at the time of the end. And Mr. Newton gives a very good and excellent summary of that fact of how Russia may influence the ten kingdoms and some of the things that will take place within the ten kingdoms. But I want to be clear about it. Russia is not included in the prophetic nations and it's not included in uh, the prophetic scriptures. Can I point out that the name Russia doesn't come from a Hebrew word? It comes from a Norse word, meaning the men who rule. Over a thousand years ago, men from the Scandinavian region of the earth, they rode their boats from the Scandinavian region to that region of the world where Russia and its satellite states, including Ukraine, is. And they were named after the men that rowed, the oarsmen, because they were seafaring people. That's where the the word Russia, the name Russia, comes from, not from a Hebrew uh, word. It's important to understand, just as I finish, that the reference to Gog and Magog here in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and the reference to Gog and Magog in Revelation 20, they refer to different times. And they refer to different events. Ezekiel 38 and 39 is referring to events at the start of the millennium or just before, depending on your view uh, of the events and when they will take place. But Revelation chapter 20 refers to the end, the very end of the millennium, the very end of the the thousand-year reign of Christ upon the earth. So they're two entirely different uh, times, and it's important to see that and to understand that. So time is limited to us today in the chairman's remarks that we give, but we just want to make clear to you, to help you in these days in which we're found, that this passage, uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, Revelation chapter 20, these, these are not references to Russia. Russia is not included in the prophetic scriptures.